you've come to the right place if you're looking to create, launch, and scale a high-value online training program. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I'm the co-founder of Lifter LMS, the most powerful learning management system for WordPress. Stay to the end. I've got something special for you. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. I'm joined by a repeat guest. His name is Vito Peleg from WP Feedback. That's at WPFeedback.co, um, which is an amazing tool for collecting feedback from your clients. So if you build WordPress LMS websites or really any kind of website for clients, um, check out WP Feedback. It's going to supercharge your ability to communicate more effectively, faster, save more time, increase your profit margins, all of that. Welcome back, Vito. Well, Chris, great to be back. Good to see you, man. <laughs> In this conversation, I want to talk about what you're up to with Lifter LMS and really um, investing in your company into creating digital learning opportunities that serve different purposes. Before we get into like what it is and what you've made and what you've built, what challenge were you facing as a company or challenges that led you to wanting to, you know, invest in creating online training materials? Sure. So um, we're a software company, very much like you guys. Um, and uh, as you build more and more stuff, you, you kind of realize that the users are just not following and, and not, not in terms of not following what to do, but they're just not aware of uh, the new things that, or the new possibilities that they have within the product. And uh, we are built really fast. So it, we kind of build, uh, we created this huge backlog of knowledge in terms of our users on how they can leverage the product properly. And what we found is, and, I, and as I was doing these interviews with our users, I found that uh, a lot of them were using it in the same way as they did on the day that they joined. So whatever was there then, that's where they stayed, um, not realizing that the, the, the feature list has quadrupled or, you know, 10x itself since, uh, since the last time they checked. Uh, so we, we started focusing a lot or started brainstorming in terms of uh, uh, how can we really train our users without spamming their dashboards with uh, notices, you know, like some, some product makers do. Uh, so we figured the best way to go about it is just create like a, a full-on tutorial series uh, that will just walk them through not only the, the features, but the logic behind it. So they can understand from a project management point of view and from a, from a, a website creation point of view, why each feature is there. And if you understand the logic behind it, you can actually leverage this way further than just clicking it or turning it on, you know, just making it part of your system. Uh, and so we created the, um, we started with creating a, a, a few videos uh, just to kind of see how it goes. Took loads of time, uh, you know, went through the process of uh, scripting the whole thing out and then uh, recording it, you know, just uh, like a microphone and record just plain sound and then do um, like a screencast examples of what was being said. Then you edit the whole thing together, adding music, the whole thing. It was a production, you know, a lot more than what I was expecting going into this, uh, to this endeavor. Uh, but we did a few and they were very much well received by our users. So we said, all right, let's do it properly. So we ended up like uh, listing out 50 different topics that we wanted to do short, snappy videos uh, one to three minute videos of each. And, um, and once we did that, we started figuring out, okay, now how uh, we knew that we needed to uh, create them in a certain order so that they would make sense and they would be watchable from start to finish, uh, even though they should also work if you just watch video 37, video 17, video 45 and so on. Um, yeah, and Lifter was just perfect. And, you know, I know you for, for a while, so I had no doubt which tool I'm going to be using uh, when uh, we were going into this, uh, into this process. Um, so that was the beginning of it. But then the, we did a few other in, a bit of innovative stuff uh, to actually um, enhance the experience as well. That's awesome. And uh, this might sound like a funny question, 
Well, let me give some context to it. The question is, why did you choose WordPress for your LMS or your training site? And I know you're a big WordPress guy like me, but a lot of software companies, an example, aren't. And I've, I've seen WordPress companies use hosted LMS and membership site tools to create courses, and they have different reasons. But for you, um, lifter aside, we'll talk about that in a second. Why did you want WordPress to hold your learning management system? So first of all, the main website is already on WordPress. So we have all of our customer data stored in there, all of the users and everything, um, as well as all the checkout processes are done through easy digital downloads uh, on WordPress. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, it, uh, so when we decided, you know, to me, it's just like the obvious choice. Like I'll just spin a WordPress uh, install and I'll start from there. But even more than that, it's it's logical from from the point of view of we're running our entire business uh, from WordPress from different WordPress websites. So that was just like um, another layer there. Uh, going into this, we we didn't install Lifter on our main website. We decided to create like a full-on learn platform. Um, that will carry our documentation instead of up until now the documentation was listed inside the main website, but we wanted to get it out and put it on a designated platform to increase um, to increase a, 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 the speed of the main platform first of all uh, because it's the marketing platform, uh, but also to create that kind of um, separate environment with its focus around getting our users to learn how to leverage the platform um, to its max. I love that. So you ended up using a subdomain. So the yes. learning the learning site is at learn.wpfeedback.co. And yes. that's interesting. You also pulled your documentation out because learning is not necessarily just about courses. I mean, documentation is there to help learn. And um, you also, before we talk about uh, go deeper into Lifter, why did you also did a virtual summit? And then you captured all that content. You know, right now, for example, like summits are hot during the pandemic time. Um, People are doing challenges for marketing and there's all this like influencer stuff for connecting with other experts and helping your customers be successful by connecting them to ideas that other best in in class folks have. And that takes a lot of organization and management. You might as well capture all that content and put it in an LMS. So what were you trying to achieve with the summit and then ultimately turning, putting it inside of an LMS? Right, so with the summit, first of all, this was our way of uh, giving back to the WordPress community uh, because I'm, uh, I'm a huge fan of WordCamps. And uh, you know, I even met you at work the, the US one last year. And, um, and you know, I've, been, I've been touring those WordCamps for a while. And when this thing hit, you know, when COVID hit us, I was like, okay, what can I do to actually support this thing? And Summit was just up our alley. We were just already working on creating something like that. So we were already leveraging uh, uh, this opportunity to, um, to give back to the community. So we created a free event uh, that people could actually go in and watch uh, more than 30 different um, uh, speakers from our ecosystem talking about how to improve, uh, how to create like a better agency or how to systemize your uh, um, e- your services or, you know, how to uh, automate some of the things. What are the things that you need to think about when you're starting to hire or should you hire? You know, all of these questions that uh, you and I know very well that that is just running through our minds all the time. So we tried to get the answers. That was the, that was the, the point. And just to get it, to get the answers all in one, uh, event like a w- full week's event, um, what we ended up with first of all it was a huge surprise to us when we were expecting about three to three and a half thousand people to visit, uh, but we ended up with one hundred and seven thousand people that hit us uh, throughout wow. that event. Uh, so that already kind of like okay, there's something massive here when it comes to the value that we're giving to people because it, it just went viral compared to the marketing that we did. We shouldn't have 107,000 people, uh, but we, but that did that happen. So uh, people started sharing this around. A lot of media coverage within the ecosystem. So that was awesome. And what we did as a way of kind of recouping the cost as well as generating some profit out of this event, uh, we gave people the option. Everything was free to watch live, uh, but if you wanted to access this uh, awesome vast amount of knowledge after the fact, uh, you could buy like a 
uh, lifetime access to this content. It's like 30 hours of um, expert talks, um, very similar to what we're doing here. Uh, you know, like a proper topic and just someone sharing their knowledge, sharing their experience uh, with the community. So uh, we had this, uh, we, uh, we had this uh, uh, 30 plus uh, talks, and we also had uh, hundreds of people that uh, were already um, needed to get access to this on a, you know, for on a lifetime basis. And they had it, but in a pretty basic way, just like a static page that had all the videos, you know, listed one after the other, and you could just push play and watch it from Vimeo or something. You know, it wasn't fancy. Um, and so when we created this platform and we, we started with the idea of, okay, we want to do this, uh, this video series, a series, and, and we also want to move out the documentation. That's when we kind of came up with this learn, you know, learn.wp feedback. And the brainstorming around this term, learn, what is learn, you know? And like you said, like you said, rightfully so, it's not just about the course. It's about enhancing the, your, the ability of your customers to do more, not only with your product, but in general, in life. And if they can do more with their business uh, and they will credit that to us, you know, we did, we, first of all, they will never leave. Uh, but also, we, we did, I did my part in terms of giving back to the community and making sure that uh, um, the struggles of trying to figure out what is what for my own journey, being an agency owner, is going to be just a little bit easier for people that will come after me uh, because of stuff like this. So, uh, so we decided to, uh, within this platform, we decided to bring the WP Feedback Mastery course that we talked about. Uh, as well as giving people the option to buy that um, uh, that uh, uh, um, all of those thirty plus hours of discussions that happened on the event. And, so that's an upsell. Yes. So so it it acts as, it acts as an upsell. Now that it's in here, it acts as an upsell for our product. So if people buy WP feedback, we give them um, um, a deep discount to buy those thirty plus hours. So they can actually not only improve their project delivery to our platform, but also improve their general business skills uh, across the board when it comes to their agency or their freelancing business. Um, and yeah, and that's what you see here. And then, you know, it was already on this platform. So we added the option to just buy it straight up. And uh, a few people did actually. It's it's not a, it's, it's, it's a very new platform, this learn.wp feedback. And uh, you know, it's we're not getting vast amount of traffic uh, going into here, uh, but still, uh, people decided to just um, click the button and buy it directly from here. I love it. This is uh, it's so cool because uh, I mean, I have a similar philosophy to you. I like to put my customer at the center of my business, not yes. my company. And your customer is the agency, the freelancer, the agency people, the big websites, exactly. And you created a summit that is more than just all about your tool. It's all about everything they need to be successful. And you added in life too, which is cool. Cause that's, that's how you really love on your customer. And it does yes. prevent churn it, just cause you're adding massive value. You're building goodwill. You're connecting yes. them with good people. There's so much in that. And you're getting, you are, you still get expansion revenue. Like you said, people can upsell or they just come in cold and they just want the training or whatever. Yes. That's that's so cool. Exactly. So you, you get you get the benefits all around, but it just starts from the point, and and I love what you're saying. Love on your customer because that's I think that's the that's the um, core of business. You know, if if you love your customer, really, if you value and grateful and grateful uh, for uh, for that relationship, uh, you know, it's come it comes back tenfold. If somebody's thinking about doing a virtual summit and then capturing the value into a learning management system, what, uh, like, what was your amount of preparation time from idea to execution or whatever? Was it massive or was it like with the what? summit itself? Yeah, oh, like yeah. So what we um, we knew that we we're going to do a summit at the beginning of this year. Um, yeah. Already going into January, we knew that it's going to happen, uh, and then in February, the end of February, we were planned. I was planning to go to uh, WordCamp Asia in Thailand. Yes. So looking forward to this. I wanted to visit Thailand for years now, and that was my opportunity. I had everything booked. Not only that, I had like a, a, we we booked flights for ten team members to come and uh, just have like a bit of a company retreat 
uh, over there because we're a distributed team. That was perfect. Um, so we, we had it all lined up. And then a week before the event was canceled. That's too bad. Yeah. yeah. So we lost loads of money. First of all, that was a huge, you know, that was my first, okay, something big is happening here with, COVID, with this COVID thing. We lost tens of thousands of dollars on this um, on on this WordCamp that we tried to go to. We were sponsoring it and all of that. Uh, so right as we came back, it's like, okay, I got to take action. First of all, because I lost a lot of money. And also I, I, I saw my own frustration with this event that I wanted to come and meet some friends and learn something new and just engage, you know, and that didn't happen. So we started reaching out to, um, uh, to the organizers of uh, WordCamp Asia telling them, let's do it. You know, we've, we were already starting to develop this platform to accommodate this event. And you guys already have the talks. All the speakers have presentations lined up. So let's just do it. The same time, same date, just online. And of course, it didn't happen. <laughs> but, uh, but we were left with this, uh, with this feeling, okay, if, if they don't want to do it, we'll do it. And so between um, uh, the end of uh, February and uh, mid-April, a month and a half, we ramped it up, built it up, you know, spoke to, found, found the speakers, uh, um, a, a, you know, found speakers, but took an extra step with the speakers. We wanted to make sure that it's uh, balanced in terms of uh, gender. And, you know, we, we wanted to make it a very inclu a, a inclusive event. Uh, so um, we took the extra mile of trying to figure out, a, a, you know, to make sure that it's a representative kind of a group that is speaking and not just a, a group of men talking like usually, uh, you know, talking to themselves. And so, uh, so yeah, that, that actually that was the only thing that, I, that was uh, making this even harder, uh, just making sure that it's diversified. And uh, yeah, and we were we were up and running by the end of April. The event uh, opened its doors. Uh, first day, thirty people, uh, thirty thousand people hit us. The whole thing broke. You know, the website broke completely. Uh, so it took us like a, a full night of pulling hair and uh, running in circles we're in this room behind me. You know, yeah. uh, I didn't do much. The developers were on it, and I was just running back and forth here. Uh, but by the end of the night, it was up and running, and yeah, it was uh, it was so the whole thing. I would say uh, to to organize something like this, three months is a good time to to do it. You know, some people do it a lot uh, uh, a lot slower, I guess. Uh, but three months full on, you get it done. Nice. Well, good job on that, and good job like just pivoting with the situation. And I mean, that's real yeah. entrepreneur tenacity there to just not just capture an opportunity, but also work with what you have and turn lemons into oh, yeah. lemonade and all that. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, from those few thousand, from, we recouped the entire loss of this, uh, of, uh, of the WordCamp and left with a nice profit out of this uh, event as well. And you have an evergreen asset that you can continue to leverage inside your LMS, which is cool. And the biggest online summit in the WordPress space by far, by like 10, 10x the, the next one. Wow, that's that's an incredible accomplishment. Thank you. So go back to Lifter. Why did you choose Lifter LMS for your technology? Um, it was just an obvious choice because I know you, uh, but also because Astra is my theme of choice, and I know that there is a full-on integration with Astra, so it was just like a super easy process. Uh, yeah, it was. It just worked for worked for us. You know, I I don't mean that it worked for us. I mean, it worked for us, if you know what I mean. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. Um, so what would you, what makes the project a win? Like, how do you see the success with this LMS? Like, what are the top wins from right? So um, first of all, uh, seeing, uh, seeing our users going in and finishing it is something that I couldn't track uh, on, a on a YouTube playlist. Yeah. You know, which is what most product makers do. You, you just throw it on. We, we have it on YouTube. It is on a playlist on YouTube, but people can't track their progress. I can't track their progress, which is something that is really interesting to me to see how uh, engaged our users are. And, Otherwise, uh, you're flying blind. Like you just yes. can't. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, you know, you see the hits, you know, you see the views going up on YouTube. 
but you have no idea who it is and you have no idea what their mindset was around this. So this just gave us the, a nice kind of experience uh, uh, throughout. Um, and also, you know, like we are a collaboration and communication platform. So it only, ma- it only makes sense. And we just set it as one of our values that we will always take the extra step for our users in terms of making sure that our comms are awesome and that they can actually reach out to us or don't reach out to us, but find that information super easy um, through, um, through uh, a, a various different uh, tools. And this is uh, definitely a huge step up when it comes to uh, that value that we have within our business. Um, yeah, in term- more than that, it's uh, it's it's not a there's no financial uh, there's no financial um, uh, outlook on this thing. Um, more than you know, uh, getting our users or reducing churn, like you said. But it's very hard to quantify. You know, comp- uh, if it if if the churn has decreased just because of that or because of the twenty other things that we're doing at the same time. Um, but I just think it's an, an awesome experience for a user. I, I would love every product to do this for me. Uh, so that's why I did it for for our users. And um, one more thing that I would say is that I, you know, some big SaaS companies do that. So, for example, I'm a good big fan of Active Campaign. Yeah. And, and so when uh, when I really started understanding the the value that I can get from this tool, I found that they have um, this kind of certificate uh, thing, you know, but a certificate course, and some some people do those certificate things. Um, I, I, it wasn't so much about the certificate for me, uh, like being a certified WP feedback uh, user or something like that, uh, just um, uh, or a certified AC, uh, active campaign user. It was just a matter of I want to learn everything that this tool can do for my business so that I can leverage it. And it was organized in, in, as an LMS as well, which was awesome uh, to see it uh, over there. Obviously, we're far off from being active campaign in terms of the size of the company, uh, yeah. but tools like Lifter LMS and WordPress allow you to do this um, very quickly. You know? oh, just an interesting note there for you that's listening or watching this on YouTube. The, uh, there's another WordPress company called Groundhog who uses Lifter LMS for similar reasons as you, but they also have a partner program where uh, like Groundhog certified partners. So if you if you're ever like trying to develop a if you're a software company and you're trying to develop a partner program of experts that can fulfill client service requests or whatever, that's it's a interesting thing. Kind of like you mentioned, Active Campaign has something. Yes, like there's that. a few other companies in our space, specifically in WordPress, that do this uh, kind of. Um, uh, yeah, like a partners thing. Like I know Toolset has something like this. WPML, which is some company, uh, also invest a lot into into learning materials, um, which I think is a very very smart move. You know, for a new company. Let me ask you, what gave you the motivation? Because I noticed, I mean, I'm like a I'm trained as an anthropologist and sociologist, so I like I see culture even digitally and stuff like that. When I look at software companies. A lot of software companies, SaaS, B2B SaaS companies, the documentation is really low priority and it's often like, um, it's just not, it, it doesn't get a lot of investment. What really drove you to like, not only did you start making videos, which is a, what, like a, a level up, like, okay, we're going to invest in video production, takes time, takes resources, they go out of date quickly or whatever. But a lot of documentation for SaaS companies is pretty underwhelming and could be so much better. You went all in. What what was the motivation for that? So we still have a long way to go when it yeah. comes to where I want my documentation to be. Yeah. Uh, but the the reason for that is because we started this company from the mindset that we are going to change the way that people uh, run projects from yeah. start from from start to finish, and and the that uh, uh, that mission drove us to take action in all kinds of different areas. Uh, one of the biggest things is, is that if you actually want to change people's behavior in your, you know, from your uh, sociology kind of uh, background, you, you must know that then you got to train them well and you got to convince them, you know, it's, it's, not a, it's not a matter of just showing. So I can, I can tell people until tomorrow that our tool will take them from five weeks to five days. 
literally. We'll take them from three weeks projects to three days projects. It's crazy, but no one will believe me, right? It just yeah. sounds too good to be true. Uh, but so, uh, so, so the way to actually get them to achieve these results, like, which, uh, which uh, most of our users are achieving these results is by drilling it in again and again and again and again. And you're basically framing their mindset to, first of all, believe that they can achieve something like this, you know, because, you know, I wouldn't believe if someone would have told me that, uh, that uh, back in my agency days, that one thing can do that kind of impact. Um, I wouldn't believe it. Uh, but, uh, you know, now from the place that I see these results, I, I started contemplating about other products that get me the same level of results, you know, stuff like Zapier or, um, or, uh, or you know, or, um, or like a full-on project management that uh, you connect with all kinds of different, very, very rare that you would find something like this. So a page builder, you know, a page builder took us from the days that I was there. I was building in HTML and CSS and, uh, and you know, something that would take you 10 hours now takes one hour, the same ratio of time saved, you know. It's a quantum so, leap. Yes, it's a quantum leap. I love that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's exactly that. Because we've, we, we started this company with that mission of, uh, you know, delivering projects like they should be, not like, not, not like they used to be 30 years ago. Uh, so we had to kind of think of, think of ways of, um, of framing this properly for our users. That was one thing. Then the other thing is the speed of build, uh, you know, because it, it, I, I, if, if you stay as a small product, then f- fine, you don't need more than three pages of documentations and, uh, you know, you can explain the product in a sentence you, in most, in the, most I cases. call it like a one trick pony. Some softwares just do one thing really well, which is awesome, yeah. but others yeah. are like platforms and they do a lot yes. of things, right? Exactly. So th- I think th- this is the difference. It's the platform thing of it. Uh, if it's a platform, it has to have training come along with it, or else you wouldn't know what to do. You know, no one can jump into WordPress and be an ex- as expert as you are, or, or as expert as I am at manipulating this platform. Uh, it takes years of learning and practicing and doing it, you know, to actually get to that level of expertise with a software. So, uh, so I look at it the same way. You know, if someone really wants to get a project from from there to there, uh, they gotta be immersed with the product. I love that. Well, let me ask you an instructional design question. Sure. You named your main course WP Feedback Pro Mastery. So software company name and then mastery. And like yes. you said, like if somebody's going to be a pro at your tool, you got to train them. Yes. And then that way you're looking at documentation and courses and training as, um, as a feature, not a cost center. Like this is something right. that we got our people need to be successful. But as an instructional designer um, who's looking at your software product, and by instructional design, just in simple language, what I mean is you come up with like, well, what am I going to teach? How am I going to organize it? What are the lessons named? What are the sections named? How did you come up with the, um, you know, breaking out what each lesson would be and your framework for teaching? That's a great question because it, it we we changed it a lot before it before it ended where it is now. Um, so when it comes to the name, first of all, that's what I want people to be. I want them to master the tool uh, because you know um, I'm a musician as well. If you master a tool, you can do everything you want with it. Uh, you know, all coders. You know, as a coder, if you master that that tool of, of of language, you know, you can do a lot of stuff with it. So that's that's where the name came from. WP Feedback Pro Mastery. It sounds good as well, no? Yeah, it does. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So, uh, but then inside, uh, you're right. There's there's all kinds of different, and our platform is consistent of different uh, uh, aspects to it. Um, and we started we started uh, logically saying, uh, okay, we just get people started from the beginning of installing the tool, and then starting to use it straight away. Uh, so, like. I, don't, I can explain our product in, I, I'll explain the, 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 uh, the main head, you know, the, the main blocks of the product. Okay. So there is the front end tool, which is that feedback tool. If you choose any element on the page and then you have the dashboard, uh, which is the management area uh, uh, where you can, um, you know, uh, uh, manage the entire project. 
Uh, then you have graphic feedback, which is for images, not on websites, but for images on, or, or any kinds of graphics uh, of that sort. And then you also have admin stuff and settings, you know, which are kind of going deeper, going behind the scenes, checking out the functionalities there. So these are the four categories of the course itself. Um, and we started this by taking people actually uh, intuitively how you would install it. So you install it. And then you go to the settings screen and start manipulating the settings. But uh, so the, the videos were organized like that, uh, like people would use it, but then we changed it completely uh, to get them to the aha moment as quickly as possible. Uh, so the, the game was uh, um, to get them to install it and then take them to the dashboard straight away so they can see the, the huge quantum leap. I'm going to use this term now forever. <laughs> uh, so they can see the quantum leap in front of them or, or how we're, are we doing this? How are, you, how are you getting five weeks to five days? And this is just from, from the organizational point of view and removing layers of back and forth. That's how, that's how you know, the tool does it. Uh, so the dashboard and seeing it compared to the tools that you're using now seeing the dashboard compared to email or seeing it compared to Google Doc or, or whatever the random ways that people deliver projects uh, nowadays, uh, gets you to do, oh, okay, okay. Now I can see how I can do it in my own business. Uh, so that's, that's then what ended up being the, uh, the driving force, um, just getting people to, to, uh, to, to get them to drop those coins in their mind uh, as quickly as possible and as often as possible in the beginning. And then once you got them hooked, then you can talk about settings and you can check just this checkbox to do this, this checkbox to do that, you know, you go really deep, but you got to get that fascination first. And so this is how it's structured at the moment. I love that. And I just want to, I think this is such an important point. If you're watching this and you're a software company of any kind, it's tempting to do uh, like organize a course around like these feature buckets or aspect yes. buckets. But if you think about your customer and I love that you use the word, uh, wow. So what are the fastest drop the mic moments or wow yes. moments? And then they happen in a series like, okay, first there's this mic drop moment and then there's this mic drop moment. And then after this third mic drop moment, I know scientifically if I've instrumented my software product, this person is very unlikely to ever churn or leave. And if, exactly. you, can, if you can get them through those gates quickly, it's, it's uh, not only does it, do they get super excited, but it, it really increases motivation and success with your product. Yes, and this is exactly what we saw. As soon as we launched these, uh, these video series, and um, and we we started uh, you know uh, started sharing this on on support tickets as well. People are coming with one question. We give them that specific video, but also tell them just make sure that you watch the whole thing because you're going to discover a whole lot more more than than what you came uh, you came first for, with this support ticket. Uh, so um, so the responses were exactly that. Whoa, like you know I I don't I I, I like. Uh, um, I can't believe that so much was done, you know, like uh, in such short amount of time. And yeah, you just get them excited. And if people are excited, they just want to do stuff, you know, that's just how things work. Yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome. basic theology, isn't it? Excited, <laughs> it is. They want to do stuff. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, learning is like a what fundamental thing that makes us human. It's why like babies and they copy the faces and all this, like it's, it's, it's what we do as humans. We're learning machining. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yes. Yes, we are. Um, what's it, what kind of feedback or what have you heard from your customers who have taken your courses? Like, what are you hearing from them? Right. So some issues with the logins, first of all, and then that sorted already. That was yeah. the, some of the first feedback that we got. <laughs> uh, but uh, but it, you know, altogether, it's just a, a matter of, uh, uh, yeah, the, the, the main thing is the excitement that they have after. So usually by the time, it, it, now that they join, we're pushing them to this course as soon as possible, you know, the, the new users. Uh, with new users, they they see the um, how, do, how can I say this? They see the the power before they experience the power firsthand. You know. Well, that's the challenge of good. You're a great marketer, so you sell the benefits, but then oh, yeah. like there's that buyer's remorse, right? Or like um, 
they don't they, they still got to set things up and get it going right yes that's true they got it they got everyone got you know everything good you got to do a bit of work at least a bit of work to get it uh, to get it to working uh, and that's the same thing you got to change your system a little bit too so that it can actually run in that level of efficiency or else it's just gonna break uh, if you're if you're not gonna do it properly so um so uh, uh, the, the point I'm the point I'm trying to make is that uh, they watch the course before they have the opportunity to get that uh, that uh, uh, awesome experience with their with their own clients because our tool it has a bit of um, leeway between the time you buy it until you can experience the the result because you got to run a project you know yeah and uh, so that so that already puts you at a couple of uh, a, 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 at some time until you just first decide to uh, that you're comfortable enough to use something like this with a new client or something you know so. There is a few weeks until they start uh, experiencing the um, a, a, the game change, you know. Um, but this this uh, video series or this this training has shortened that time. Even though they, it's not their personal experience that happened, they can experience this thing within an hour after they bought the tool because they can picture how they can do it, you know. Because I'm showing them how it can happen. They can see from previous experiences that okay, if I do this instead of this, I used to do it. Then I will probably get the result that I'm seeing right here on the video, which gets them excited, get those butterflies going in the stomach, you know. So that pushes them to action even further when it comes to getting confident about adding this, with getting the first client to use it, you know, and then getting the second client to use it, and really starting to see the benefits, as opposed to uh, at the beginning. And when I was, you know, you said like I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, 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 I'm a, we were very much focused on marketing at the beginning because we knew it was a game changing a, a concept, uh, but you still gotta sell it, right? Yeah. So you sell the benefit, you sell the benefit. People buy because of FOMO, they buy because of uh, of of pressure around, they buy because of whatever, you know. Um, a lot of reasons why people bought from us at the beginning. Is not because they even needed the product. It's because of the marketing, uh, marketing that we were running. Uh, so, um, uh, so what app? What ended up happening is that they bought it. They got that initial satisfaction of 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 buying something, you know, and then they never used it. And then what's the point? You know, like there's no uh, there's no point of people paying me money if I can't give them uh, awesome value for it, you know. Uh, so when when now year two started. And we started seeing all of those people, and you know, on EDD, you can actually see if someone used it or not. You can see if it's an act, if it's active, if uh, if there are any active websites on their license or something like this. So obviously, the people that never used it just dropped. You know, they they just uh, they never downloaded it even. You know, uh, so I, I can't blame them. Like, there's no reason why you would get excited about something you never used. It's like buying a pair of shoes and keeping them in your in the closet for a year. And then the the company wants you to pay for it again, <laughs> right. so it's not going to happen. Uh, so now, which uh, year two, um, learning this, learning that uh, that the people, it was kind of a mystery to me. Like, why would people do it? Now, um, it's kind of my day to day, so I, I I accept it. But it's weird, you know, you spend like a few hundred dollars or something, and then you never do anything with it. Um, so it just didn't occur to me until we started seeing the result, the uh, the reasons. Why people were not renewing on year two? They were telling me, "I never used this." Like, okay, what can you say to someone that said that? So we decided to fix the problem at its core by adding stuff like this training and you know all of these things. That is awesome. And since we're talking about anthropology in this episode, I'll just add that human beings are stores of value. They collect things, and it's only really recently that we've had extra time, extra capacity. That we weren't just hunt, hunting and gathering all day and that kind of thing, and so you know, do it just focusing on survival tasks. But it's human nature to collect things that we perceive right. as valuable. But yeah. I love your uh, your approach to um, helping make sure as a software creator that I need to not just sell them the value, but help them activate into it and yes. experience the value, experience the confidence that comes, like you said. Even if they haven't used it on a client project yet, after the course, they have a, I got this moment. Like, I can do yes. this. It makes sense. I know the, 
I can see the trail that I need to follow to make it happen. Yeah. And I, I proactively, because I'm a huge fan of online courses myself, like I'm, I always, I always have a, an online course that I'm going through and, uh, and, uh, and, and through that process, you know, you learn the manipulations that course creators do on you. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, like uh, you, it, they keep telling you, you can do it. You got to do it. You have to do it. You're doing it now. You know, you got to do it now. You know, take out your, your notebook and do this, do this. So they operate you all the time and, and get you to experience um, energy, you know, like high level of energy um, uh, that then is then, then being transferred to the, the value and the results that you can get from anything that you do. If you're doing something with high energy, it's always going to be better than without. That's awesome. What would you say to someone else who's considering, and let's say a software company that's considering using Lifter LMS or installing a learning management system to help their customers experience what we've just talked about, but they're not sure about the investment of time in doing an LMS project or the cost or choosing Lifter as an example, what, what would you say to them if they're on the fence? So first of all, when it comes to Lifter, it was just such a smooth um, a, a integration and experience working with the software. So like that, it was, it wasn't even. Um, it, it's it was so smooth that it's kind of transparent to me. If, if you do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, it's just there. It works. It's it's done. You know. Yeah. Uh, but um, I would I would take this question from the point of view, which was a huge uh, a mental struggle for me at the beginning. It's creating videos, and I think that this is the this is the point. And you you mentioned the. Uh, um, you mentioned before that it's something that goes out of date really quickly you know especially, especially for software yes yeah. exactly yeah. Uh, so that was our fit. so i had we had videos created you know with the launch and then we had and then like a week after the launch it was irrelevant only <laughs> uh, and it was like you know a 40 minute video of walking through the product walking through this thing and you change one thing and the whole thing breaks uh then a couple of months later i did the same thing Again, another 40-minute video that, um, a, that just walks through the product as it was at version, uh, you know, 1.15. <laughs> uh, and, and, and after a few iterations of this, I just gave up. You know, I said, all right, I can't do this thing. It's crazy. Every month I need to do a full-on video. Uh, so what we did now is different. We listed out all of the different features and we broke them down to one minute videos, which means that if something changes, all we need to do is replace that one minute and we still are left with everything else. Not only that, now it's so organized inside the Premiere that uh, I can just crop a bit of sound and people might hear it on some of the videos already. They, some of them are patched out, you know. With, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, with but the, it's current. New stuff. Yes, but it's yeah. up to date always. And even the example is that uh, on Monday, uh, on Tuesday, because Monday there's a bank holiday here. On Tuesday, we're releasing a new update and it has a couple of new features on it. So I don't need to do a full video. I just do one more one minute video and the whole thing is up to date again. I'm just going to squeeze it in where it makes sense for that uh, new feature to be featured. So for your software mastery course, would you say that it's kind of become part of the release cycle? Like, hey, it is. We it is. Yes, okay. it's definitely. It is. It's literally part of the of the flowchart for for the release. Um, uh, you know, you do the blog post, and then uh, not me. The uh, Jerome does the blog post, uh, and then he also writes the script for the. For, as he describes it on the blog post as well, he writes the script for me to film and uh, and do the video around it as well. So yeah, it's uh, it, we've we've done uh, two releases. Uh, over the past two months since this thing came out uh, with new features that uh, uh, required additional videos and it worked perfect. Yeah, just additional videos being added. So now it's like almost 50 episodes. Probably by the end of the year, it's going to be like a 70, 70 um, episode series. But again, each one is like one to two minutes long. That's it, you know, straight to the point. Because you know that there is everything around. So you don't need to repeat yourself and do introductions and do that. You go straight to the point. It's like, you know, it's just an episode instead of a, um, a, tra a full training. I think that's super cool. And that's one of the great things about a learning management system is the progress tracking. So if somebody comes in and they're like, oh, this is a complex software tool, 
it has a lot going on, a lot of features, a lot of things I can do with it. Not everybody has to finish everything. Maybe you just need to do this part. And then, oh yeah, last week I already did these 12. So then I'm going to go over here and maybe do it in a different order than step by step. So it's flexible and it's efficient. Forever. Yes. And, and the, the, I loved it that I could categorize the things, you know, that I could give topics uh, to this. So, for example, our graphic uh, feedback tool that allows people to, do, to, do, to um, collaborate on images and stuff. Not, all, not everyone needs that, you know. It's not something that, uh, um, uh, like within my agency, we didn't do any graphic stuff. Yeah, uh, you know everything was in the browser, so like we we didn't need that. The only reason why we built it is because our users asked for it, uh, and people are are leveraging it successfully for their own use case. People that do deliver logos and uh, you know brochures and whatever. Uh, so the ones that don't can just skip that entire week, if you will. You know, like uh, how they call it in courses. <laughs> yeah, module or section. Yeah, the, module, uh, yeah. that's a thing, and. Um, there's a lot of talk in e-learning about completion rates and how low they are online, but there are cases like we're talking about here where uh, it's getting everybody to hundred percent complete is not necessarily the goal. The goal is to get people to the, all those wow moments, the aha moments, the mic drop moments and be successful with your product. That might mean going through every single thing or even just one part of it. It just depends on the user. That's so. true. Very cool. Well, Vito, I want to thank you for um, sharing your story and what you're up to, what you've been building. Before we go, is there anything, you, you have a brilliant uh, visionary mind. Is there anything else besides as you update the software, you'll add new components to your course? Is there anything else you have planned for your LMS in the future or just ideas you've been shaking around in your head? Um, so I would actually love for an integration for EDD because we had to build something ourselves. Um, as well as, you know, there's a few um, advances that we created that I think might be interesting uh, interesting to a few users here. First yeah, you did the one-click login. What, what is yes. that? Yeah. So, um, so we have, uh, we already have all of our users, thousands of users connected on the main website, on the .co website. Uh, so it, it was illogical for me to ask them to register again, you know, into that subdomain platform. Uh, not only that, but keep logging in and logging out as they visit different places that yeah. are in their mind is the same product. You know, we know it's different installations, but it doesn't matter to the user. Uh, so what we ended up doing is we actually took a feature that we created for WP Feedback itself. Uh, we have our one-click login in the dashboard, and we implemented it into this platform so that when people click a login button on the top, it just checks if they're already logged in either to the dashboard or to the main website. Uh, and through tokens and APIs, just boom, you're logged in. You just, just you can you see that you're logged in. Uh, so did you create... That's like a single sign-on kind of tool, I yes, think. But it, it, yes, but it, it checks if, uh, if they already are, you know. So it doesn't log you in unless, you, it, unless you're logged in elsewhere, you know, in, in other places. Uh, so you got to be logged in on the main website. Uh, gotcha. And, and then it looks into the, the, uh, the thing over there and matches it in here. Uh, but then we took it a step further in matching the user's, uh, uh, the user's uh, table. Uh, so... All of the users are are, um, uh, are enrolled to the course by default. When you're when you're joining the software, you're enrolled automatically to the course, which means that you're already seeing your progress at zero percent. That's what what I wanted. You know, I wanted that yeah. someone will come in. They don't need to do anything. They can all say, "Okay, I'm zero percent." It's gonna start itching them to finish this bar and get it to a hundred. You know. Uh, so um, yeah, so that's uh, that's a cool thing that we did there when it, when it comes to the login experience, um, as well as we we know we're not using any of the because it's a subdomain we're not using and we wanted the centralized place of sales we're not using any of the uh, sales functionality of of Lifter uh, so we had to kind of adapt it a little bit to make sure that it's sold on the main website then redirects into here, already logged in and ready to rock, you know, with the logins that you gave on the other website. I love that. That is, that is super cool. Super cool. Well, thank you, Vito, for being a shining example of using an LMS to help you be successful, but also, more importantly, help your customers be success, more successful with your software. 
it's Thanks really for building it, man. It's it's thanks to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you bet. Um, so, if you are a freelancer or an agency owner, or you know one, send them over to wpfeedback.co. This is a game changer if you work with clients and you need to communicate around, like how a website that you're building together looks and what you want it to do. It's it's a, it's an amazing innovation. Uh, it's a super cool product. Uh, the learning site, if you buy it, you're going to get auto logged in and you'll be at zero oh, yeah. progress. So step one, buy it. Step two, <laughs> learn how to use it. Step three, be successful with your clients and turn five weeks into five days in terms of delivering a project Yes, they through better the communication. Support. Yeah, the, the way that we look at it is kind of, I think you're going to appreciate the, our approach to uh, uh, to the product. And yeah. like you said, it's it's not just that one feature. Uh, the way that we build is that we look at a WordPress project from start to finish. And the the platform as it is now, it is um, it's not even it's it's not a project manager and it's not a support table. Uh, it's not a, like a it's it's what we like to say is that it is the project manager. It manages the project on its own and moves it from one place to another. It's just magical. We just took all the things that we used to do manually and systemized the hell out of it. You know? Like with this login thing, you know, I, I don't accept anything that is less than smooth. Uh, so, um, so that's the experience for your projects and for your clients. Um, yeah, it, it's illogical to, to still use email. It's crazy that people still do. So that's wpfeedback.co. How else can the good people of the internet connect with you, Vito? Um, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, that's where you can uh, find me personally on Vito Peleg uh, on Twitter, as well as um, as well as connect with me on LinkedIn. Not so. Not it's a, there's a, there's loads of people there. If you want to reach me directly, Twitter I think is the best uh, option. And of course, send a message on the website. I'm always happy to get on a demo call. Uh, this is something I learned from you, Chris. No one does it except for us in the ecosystem, at least that I know. Uh, um, but I love getting on a call, listening to the users, talking about workflows and talking about uh, my experience and, and thousands of other ex users' experience on how they run the WordPress project so I can help uh, uh, you guys as well. That's awesome. Well, thanks so much, Vita. We'll have to check in in a year and, and do another one of these. I'd love to. I'd love to, man. And that's a wrap for this episode of LMS Cast. Did you enjoy that episode? Tell your friends and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And I've got a gift for you over at lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Go to lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Keep learning. Keep taking action. And I'll see you in the next episode.